Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love the Zeta Project podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 135 Remote Control and Change of Heart with Mark Bosco. Hi, pals. We're uh, back with more Zeta. I'm Al. I'm Maggie. I'm uh, Bob. You're Bob. There Slash you go. Mark. That's who you <laughs> Nailed are. Nailed it. No, Great Bob. job. Yes, Bob. Yes. Mm-hmm. On this podcast. Mark, no, Mark's, Mark's some other guy. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> You're not Mr. Purple. Some guy on some other job is Mr. Purple. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the Zeta Project mm-hmm. continues apace. It's Zetaing <laughs> along, just like it always did. It sure does. Mm-hmm. I still don't hate it. Mm-hmm. It's still fun. It's yeah. very again. It's very Saturday morning cartoon, and I am pretty fine with that. Mm-hmm. Well, what's your what's your overall impression so far? Uh, I'm enjoying it. I like the hippies in the last one. That was uh, that was pretty mm. fun. Mm-hmm. Good hippies. Um, yeah, yep. but it's I like liked, I don't know some good sci-fi stuff and uh, occasionally an adult level joke. Not not many, but yeah. it's, no, it's pretty good. No, this is it, by far the most kid oriented show I think we're gonna cover. This yeah. show definitely like. When they were like, "Hey, you need to make a kid show," they were like, "Okay, well, we can, we've weaseled our way out of this like three times now." <laughs> mm-hmm. Batman uh, Beyond was supposed to be the kids' show. Yeah, we. Oh, like, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're like, they we were will like, not be fooled again. <laughs> no. It's like, okay, well, well, what if we made it a good show? And the network's like, "Damn it, <laughs> we didn't plan on that at all." <laughs> well, guess what? We're not going to make any action figures, so uh, mm-hmm. then we'll cancel it because you didn't sell enough action figures. Yeah, now <laughs> what are you going to do? Nothing, that's what. That's true. Mm-hmm. We'll find your action figures someday, Z. Mm-hmm. They're at my house now. Oh, all right. Uh, okay, well, let's kick things off. Bob, why don't you yeah. tell us what happens in remote control? Uh, yes. Um, beep boop. Mm-hmm. Um, we're <laughs> right into the action with no recap this time. Uh, Ro and Z are at the Sorbonne Institute with a guard who is just letting them wander around the secure facility while they look for a guy who may or may not actually work there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Selick, you know, from last time. They find Dr. Tanner in his office with all the electronics going haywire. Turns out his whiz kid uh, nephew? Son? Maybe he's just a random whiz kid. Anyway, this kid, Bucky, has a remote control that he developed that can control anything that you can feed it a circuit diagram for. Gosh, I sure hope Zeta doesn't have a circuit diagram easily accessible somewhere. Z and Ro go find out that uh, Selick only worked that. <laughs> they find out that Selick only worked there a long time ago, so the whole thing was a bust. They go to check into a swanky hotel room for the night and catch some Zs. Unfortunately, Bucky figures out that the handsome guy at the office earlier that day is really the killer robot, and he also hatches a plan to catch some Zs, if you get my meaning. Bucky hacks into the NSA website with no triple at all, and oh no, downloads Zeta's circuit diagram, and turns him into a remote-controlled zombie, marching ever toward his new master, right off the balcony of the hotel and into a car, back to the Institute. Now Bucky has his very own murder bot. Rad! Dr. Tanner has forbidden Bucky to go to the invention exchange the next day, and Bucky is mad about it. Roe finally gets to the Institute on foot and finds Bucky is using Z to smash the other science fair projects. When it turns out Dr. Tanner didn't want Bucky there because he wants to claim Bucky's universal remote as his own, Bucky escalates to murder. Z goes after T- Dr. Tanner with his pizza cutters, and Ro tries to get Z to fight back with his mind, which doesn't seem to be working too well. But eventually, goodness wins over evil because it's a kid's show, and it has to, even though it doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> then Z threatens to saw off Bucky's head, and everyone has a good laugh. Haha, <laughs> the end. They don't put Wait. their hands on their hips, though, because his hands are still saws. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Oh, oh my <laughs> hips! <laughs> this is my worse pelvises. than that... This is worse than that guy who had chainsaws for knees. Nothing's worse than that guy. <laughs> Nothing's better than that guy. Oh my goodness. That was the breakout character of Batman Beyond. His name was Knee Jerk. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. We've told the story. explanatory I guess. Seven or eight times on the show now. I don't care. Yeah. I will yeah. talk about Knee Jerk until. It, I enjoy it. Yeah. It never stops being funny. That's true. Um, also funny, this episode featured a 
not a wall, but a fence. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a uh, a <laughs> hole the size and shape of a character that walked through that wall. Yeah, fence. I enjoyed that very much, which made me laugh tremendously. <laughs> you must have gone through this Roger Rabbit shaped hole. <laughs> <laughs> Only when it's funny. Mm. <laughs> that was almost my good thing. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, like it. It mostly exists in a realish, you know, sci-fi universe. Mm-hmm. But every now and then, it reminds us. No, we're a cartoon. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yep. Uh, so uh, of the two, I would say this was definitely not my favorite, but uh, it Fair. some all right things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it definitely had uh, a real piece of shit kid in it. Oh, well, it sounds like someone wants to tell us about their bad thing. Boy, do I. <laughs> I, uh, I, boy, do I wish copious amounts of harm upon Bucky. Mm-hmm. Just a shitty little kid who receives no comeuppance whatsoever. Like, at the very least, Roe could kick the shit out of him. <laughs> or, you know, at least a cartoon kick in the pants. The- Why? Why didn't she kick the shit out of him? I was wondering that. There's all these scenes where he's like, I'm going to use my controller to control this robot who's begging me to stop. And she's just like, no, stop. Don't do that. And I'm just like, you could beat the shit out of this little wiener. Just, just grab grab his uh, grab his remote and hold it like over his head. He can't reach it. Just, yeah. It wouldn't have been her... more effective than clinging to Zeta's legs. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever she was doing. Push her down, son. I mean, she did end up making her own remote, which was pretty cool. And yeah, I, I got to give I, this is the only thing I agree with you 100 percent about Bucky, but I will give him credit for exactly one thing, mm. which is when he and Ro were fighting it out with their remotes and she won. He actually gave her credit. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for him to throw his down and say the controller wasn't working. <laughs> <laughs> but instead he said, oh, well played, which was a weird thing for a little kid who was just a real shit the whole episode to suddenly say. But I kind of liked it. Mm-hmm. You got the good controller. <laughs> yep. I I liked how it was like, like when you have like, you know, people trying to control one computer with two mice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was kind of like <laughs> Or we actually did have uh, at, at our house, I... Like when rem- when Universal Remotes first became a thing, I mm. programmed it to work on the living room TV, and my parents mm-hmm. used the real one. Mm-hmm. So they'd flip the channel, and then I'd flip it back. <laughs> How is this happening? <laughs> it's some kind of witchcraft. Yeah, a lot of fun. We used to uh, we used to have like uh, like the inter school TVs at uh, at our high school, mm-hmm. and you know it'd be a good day when someone smuggled a Universal Remote in and put TV on, and you could just watch it. Yeah, <laughs> and then they had the teachers had to go looking for the remote. And no one could ever find the right one. Good. Well, what you do is you get like ten kids to bring them in, mm-hmm. 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 and then you never know which one has the the good one. Mm-hmm. It's good times. And then mm-hmm. fill the teacher's drawer with uh, six other decoy remotes. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very good. Man, now that now that we're in our uh, like uh, late thirties and late forties, we've really got this uh, child mayhem thing figured out. Huh? Yep. <laughs> Well, we're doing bad things, Bob. What do you got? Actually, yours is kind of connected to mine, but please go first. Uh, my my bad thing was for a robot that doesn't wish to do harm to anyone anymore. He came awfully close to actually chopping off Bucky's head. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, he probably used his like uh, computer precision to to come within like an inch of his head. But you're you're right; it was real fucking close. Right? I am at the exact the exact distance where I where it I will not decapitate this small child, but he will think that I will decapitate this small child. I hope but he even, doesn't like uh, move his head forward suddenly, or uh, my whole all my calculations will be fucked. Oh, right? compensating splatter, splatter, splatter. <laughs> even at that, it was like a super petty thing to do. It was like Bucky was like, "Oh, I just wanted to scare him." He was like, "You just want to scare him, huh? How about this for a scare?" <laughs> the, the thing is, uh, Bucky absolutely did not did not just want to scare that guy. Like, no. <laughs> No. He was going to murder him with lasers. That yeah. that felt like a network note. I was just going to scare him. Uh-huh, oh, well. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, um... Please don't I, make me go to prison. The weird thing is, one, uh, one thing is, like, it did feel weirdly violent, but on the other mm-hmm. hand, it also felt like a sort of a, a, a teasing, like a, like a family member, like an uncle or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to scare, do you? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you little scamp. <laughs> He said with the dangerous buzz saws on his arms. Like the <laughs> like the dangerous uncle that would like put the cigarette out on your arm. Oh yeah. <laughs> that one. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have that uncle, Bob, but oh. uh, <laughs> I'm sorry you did. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Oof. 
Oh, also, just, it was an accident. Lives. He just miscalculated his uh, distance. Mm. Uh-huh. Well, he doesn't have the uh, computer brain of a uh, Zeta Z. <laughs> Maggie, you were going to say? Oh, a Dangerous Uncle's the, my uh, country band. Of course. <laughs> mm. uh, so my bad thing is kind of related to that. I, I genuinely love that our protagonist is a pacifist. I love mm-hmm. Zeta, like, refusing, you know, to, to hurt anything. Like... In a, in a fundamental, please to see my own philosophy represented kind of way. Sure. But mm-hmm. as he is right now, he comes off so weak and ineffectual. Mm-hmm. Like, not being willing to do violence is not the same thing as weak. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. maybe maybe he'll learn over the course of the series, but it doesn't seem like the kind of show that has that kind of memory. Right now, he just seems like kind of a whiny wimp. He's like, no, please don't make me hurt them. And it's like, you could tell this exact story and not have mm-hmm. him sound like he's helpless and scared and you know what i mean like he is that mm. but you know what i mean like i don't know like i hate to keep comparing it to the iron giant but that movie had to knew how to do gentle but not weak sure you know yeah. what i mean like that's a good example of what i'm talking about well, and the final beat where he pretended to threaten bucky was something but that's mm-hmm. not what i was looking for no <laughs> yeah at all yeah i i will i i will disagree with you on your your thought that this show doesn't have that much of a memory because i'm i'm like very surprised at like how linear it is and it's like it's not just story of the week there's okay, like a wise, continuing story every time plot wise i completely agree with you but character development wise it's it remains to be seen we haven't gotten that yeah. in any other series yet mm-hmm. well okay maybe fair enough. maybe this will be the one i'm not gonna yeah. i'm not gonna prejudge but, it but if this one's geared more toward kids it seems unlikely to me yeah, but I was like really surprised at the beginning of the episode. Like, there's no recap or anything. They just throw you into like, yeah, you you need mm. to know why they're going to go find the scientist, right? Yep. <laughs> but it's also a pretty pretty easy uh, premise. Like, okay, you've, you if you haven't seen something like this before, you catch on pretty quick. This yeah. robot is a good robot, yeah. and the government men want to catch him. Okay, mm-hmm. I got it. sure. Watch Close out for Kurtwood. Uh, Kurtwood's. <laughs> yeah, that that guy's probably not a good guy. Listen to him. <laughs> you could figure that out. Yeah. I'm going to kill you, dumbass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I still don't know that show, but mm-hmm. lots of other people have made that reference too. So, Well, it's going to keep coming up because it's That's the fine. thing I know him most from. All right. <laughs> it's that and RoboCop and I Robo- a little bit of Star Trek. <laughs> I was going to say RoboCop. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, hold your Star Trek thing because I'm blowing that reference in my, in my summary. So, <laughs> Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and that reference is not big enough to, to make multiple times. It's not big enough for the two of us. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, what was your good thing, Bob? Uh, my good thing was uh, <laughs> it was the crazy wipes that they do between no, the Oh, scenes. yeah. <laughs> I just really enjoy that. Like, sort of like the, you know, Star Wars style throwback to the old serials uh, kind of wipes stuff. But they're like more 90s extreme looking, you know, like digital blocky stuff and well, I mean, well, a star wipe. But also, <laughs> <laughs> you know. There's definitely that early CG, like, you know, the opening credits are still very mm-hmm. painful to me. But. I like them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But I feel like you have a fondness for them. You like them as like, uh, oh, I remember this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an artifact of that that period. Yeah. That the, that they kind need of to lose all the dialogue scene. though. Yeah, it's <laughs> not necessary. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, it's just a mess. Like I feel like you could use those same tools and make something a little better. But I I I said this last week. I do like the the overall style of the show. I think the mm-hmm. animation's a little a little. Uh, little iffy at times mm-hmm. but the the actual look of it is good i didn't notice the wipes it's, but uh yeah i mean it's a little like the animation's a little clunky sometimes but i like the the way that the characters move like just the yeah. they're like kind of like weirdly like big leg big feet kind mm-hmm. of uh mm-hmm. design and and like the smoothness of the movement is kind of mm-hmm. cool well, i feel like everything up to the storyboard phase is solid mm-hmm and then the animators are like, ah, oh, shit, we're out of money. Okay, do your best. <laughs> there you yeah, go. Maybe. You tried. So you got yeah. good character design. You got good, like, intention you... to move well. And then th- those mm-hmm. guys can't can't bring it home. Yeah. You got you to gotta rein in the budget somewhere. Mm. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. Uh, Maggie, what was your good thing? Uh... <laughs> nice of me scrolling up. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Zeta snores. <laughs> it's adorable. <laughs> it is and when i when i saw your note i was like oh he's just gonna go honk shoe honk shoe that's gonna be dumb but it, <laughs> no the sound effect they made was actually great she like he he's like i'm i, I'm, I must go into powering down mode for a while mm-hmm. 
And, and, and yeah, the the noise sounds like he's like like taking in air for cooling or something. Yeah, yeah like some like sort of a turbine. Or like it, yeah. yeah, it's like it's like a mechanical noise. Yeah, yeah. But it sounds like a snore. Like it's good good sound design. I really like yeah, it. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. And it is. And then Ro piles pillows on top. Yeah, yeah. We cut back to the hotel perfect. room later, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, I love good. that. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's what my partner does to me when I snore. <laughs> you wake up and you got. I'm going to suffocate you. Whoa. I only do this because I love you, and you're so, so loud. <laughs> Look, I didn't try to suffocate you with it. I just set it on top of you, okay? <laughs> now, if you if you had suffocated and I get some goddamn sleep, then, yeah, well, <laughs> these things happen. Oh, well. <laughs> no court in the world will convict me. Nope. <laughs> uh, my good thing, so... While uh, Bucky is uh, intimidating the other science fair or, or invention exchange participants, mm-hmm. by the way, Bob, great. <laughs> Very good. Great choice there. Um, uh, he has uh, Zeta pretend to be one of the judges and uh, apply what he calls the three bonk test. <laughs> yes. Which is just hitting the thing with your fist three times to see if it survives. And uh, Okay. He's got like a, a robo skeleton and he crushes it, of course. But but I think this is a solid engineering principle. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if you hit it with a human fist three times and it holds up, that's a that's solid. I yeah. wish Ship I wish out. more things I wish more things I own were <laughs> given the three bonk test. Oh yeah. I agree. <laughs> My current and, monitor could only survive two bonks. One more bonk and I gotta get a new one. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Do you know how many bonks it's taken so far? Uh two. Two oh. bonks. Wow. Well. Just yeah, we're down all to together the last or like bunk. fractions that add up to two. Look, it was a bad day, okay? Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Gotta ask the owl how many bonks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One bonk. <two. laughs> Look out, Batman. <laughs> now, what does two bonks and a bite uh, l- add up to? <laughs> God, I don't have my slide rule. I don't know. <laughs> I was told there'd be no math on this podcast. 3.14159 bonks. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm, pie. No more, no more bonk bonk. <laughs> no bonk bonk bonk. I don't know. That guy liked a lot of bonking. Boy, did he. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, back to the snoring thing. Uh, Zeta talked uh, about how most of the time he gets uh, energy just uh, drawing hydrogen from the air. And it's like, mm. man, I wish I could do that instead of having to sleep and eat. Oh, mm-hmm. man, me too. Yep. That would be so amazing. Accomplished. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Who am I kidding? I wouldn't get more accomplished. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I just play more video games. Yeah, probably. But I'd be happier, damn it. Oh, that's one bonk on my uh, desk. Shit. Oh. <laughs> How many is it rated for? That's the thing is they don't. Oh, <laughs> God, my desk is crumbling. <laughs> yeah, they can't all take three. I, I liked that the remote, uh, the titular remote control looked like a kind of a speaking spell. But, yeah. Really? That's all. I thought it looked like a, a, a what? It, what was it? The it... <laughs> I don't know. I've forgotten what it is. The the Nintendo uh, the Switch ninety five. You the, the, the... <laughs> Nintendo ninety five. <laughs> Which one was that? I That's when Bill now. Gates th- thought he was invincible and just uh, <laughs> started using other companies' <laughs> names for his products. And the Nintendo sixty four. That's it. Ah, a right. different number. Yeah, it kind of it had that weird like controller where the wings pointed out really. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I yeah. could see that. Well, that would have it would have been the time for that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um. Oh, I liked now, how the, the kid. Spell for Hugo got. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. S eight G. Wait, no, that's how to spell Sahedigahente. Never mind. All right. <laughs> um, I like how the kid was testing Zeta's uh, holo projector, and he's like, "Be a mm-hmm. ballerina." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why that delighted me. A box, he, he turned him into a boxer, a ballerina, and Bucky. Everything that begins with B. <laughs> That's all that Zeta can it. It is a speaking spell. Ah, uh, yes, the three genders. <laughs> <laughs> they could have. Thank I God I got like, Bucky. <laughs> I felt like there was real potential for, um, like a an actual serious story about free will because every now and then Zeta seemed genuinely horrified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That he couldn't control his actions, that he was trying so hard not to hurt people, and he's making him hurt people. And I was like, this could have been a, you know, like a, mm-hmm. a more serious, like slightly more serious. It's yeah. still a little silly, but like mm-hmm. about how, oh God, any any idiot with the right technology can make me do things I don't yeah. want to do. This is very bad. Like yeah. the bits where he's just like, please make, please stop making me hurt people. It's like more of that. Yeah, I think I think I'm react. What I'm reacting to is Diedrich Bader being a good actor. Yeah. 
Could be. I guess they don't, they don't give him a lot to work with, but I think like that was like, oh yeah, he's he's yeah. really selling the like the agony of this. This guy's a good actor. We should make him. Uh, we should let him play Batman instead of just this robot. Yeah. Hmm. Not that Batman. Things. A different Batman. Oh yeah, but also then a different Batman again. Mm-hmm. They can share Batman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, there was some good hotel art at the convention center. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, like know, art, was... like hanging on the walls. You mean? Yeah, it was just like very nineties, like uh, basic shapes and swoopy colors mm-hmm. and stuff. It was, mm-hmm. uh, it was, it was very hotel art. I thought it was very fitting. I liked, I, I liked the whole sequence in the fancy hotel room. Not just, not just mm-hmm. the snoring thing. That was, that was great. <laughs> but just the, I don't know. I like Ro enjoying big fancy things oh yeah not Mm -hmm. learning a lesson about that like yep (laughs) every week she just gets something nice and that's it i i don't think she should have to learn a lesson i think i agree uh, but you know she's had enough a rough enough time you know you know how shows like this tend to work particularly Mm -hmm. children's shows it's like no zeta's like got a got a credit card that kind of defrauds the company or whatever and like maybe Mm -hmm. maybe they shouldn't have this free hood nah fuck it they deserve yeah no (laughs) fuck uh, fuck companies yay robots yeah I agree. Yeah. And yay, all, this, all this scrappy girl. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but boo, company-owned robots. Well, yes. I, I really liked Rose's uh, little insult at the end. It was like, college types. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that really made me laugh. She mm-hmm. hates lots of people. Yeah. <laughs> like her, her really, hatred uh, of hippies last week was also very good. I really yes. vibe with her. <laughs> yeah, same. Mm-hmm. She hates families, too, which I... Yeah. Yeah, mm, yeah I hear you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What else? Ah. There's the bit where she's like, uh, Zeta fight it. And I like that he couldn't. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I like that they didn't just, yeah, I, I used my, my powers to, oh, oh, my willpower and my sense of goodness to overcome. No, mm-hmm. you're a robot. You have to do what that thing says. That's how yep. you were built. Yep. Mm-hmm. At the end, he crushed the thing. He's like, mm-hmm. no, we can't have one of these existing. And I, okay. But also... You're a robot. Couldn't you like incorporate this technology into yourself? Like that'd be a mm-hmm. cool thing to be able to do. Yeah, but to, yeah. for him to control other things. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I see. I could start a microwave from the bathroom. Like or I for would, him yeah. to like inoculate himself somehow against I, being. I wasn't thinking that, but that's a good idea mm. too. Yeah. Mm, no, what I was thinking is he gradually builds an arsenal of non weapons that still help mm. them, mm. like on their way. That is a good idea. Yeah. And then now he has the power to anything that has a remote control, he can just like dial into it and control it. That would have been neat. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I've decided to just keep my saw. Mm-hmm. Just a saw thing. So I'm not <laughs> yep. going to hurt anyone with it. I'll put a guard on it. I will take a saw and saw him. <laughs> I'll insist people wear eye protection. <laughs> <laughs> I do still do. Use get... a push stick. <laughs> <laughs> I, stu- I do very much still get a Mork from Orc vibe. Every time he does something nutty with his body that a regular mm-hmm. person can't do, like his go-go gadget arms or whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where it's like, hey, stop. Don't let people see you're weird. And it just <laughs> makes me think look, of Mork I, and Mindy and Bewitched and all those shows. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I can like make that. it look like my thumb came off, but it did not come off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to get us caught. <laughs> it's sorcery. That's that robot over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn it. It's Kurt Woodsmith. I do think, and this came up more in the next episode, but it—I mean, might as well just bring it up here. Mm. Road needs some disguises. Like Zeta yep. can be anybody, but if they're chasing both of them, Rose still just looks like Rose. She needs to carry some—I don't mm-hmm. know—like a couple of hats that fold up, or like a wig, or like you know, <laughs> some, something to change her look up. Big sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I th- I feel like Z needs to uh, carry some more disguises too, because he's like keeps going back to the same human form, and is like, well, that's in the system already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna find you. I forget no, if it was this episode or the next one where like they have his like regular identity, and it's like, well, then stop using that. You can <laughs> right? be anybody. Yeah. Well, that was my thought, and then it's like, but the show's not gonna abandon the the animation model. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, well, yeah, good point. They they really shouldn't have like uh, uh, blown that water already. Now, like they should yeah. wait until like near the end of the season to say, oh, now they figured him out. We got to change him for next season. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, whatever. All right. Anything else? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, yeah. Once again, I would really like someone to beat that kid up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We get to the part where like. 
it's revealed that that guy's been stealing his ideas and like mm-hmm. is trying to get away with it. And I'm like, good, steal all of his ideas. He yeah. deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. I have no, I have no sympathy for this kid. No. All right. <laughs> he is an awful little. Mm-hmm. All right. He should get nothing and like it. Yeah. Uh, oh. Bob, what's your quote? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's this awful kid. My own infiltration unit. How many rats is that? Ah, gross. Yes. Very awful. He's a real three, problem child. Three reds. Mm-hmm. How many bonks, though? <laughs> Always three. Mm-hmm. The world may never know. I love the three red, three bonk test. Mm-hmm. Can you hit it three times, and how rad would you say it is? Pretty red? <laughs> Medium red? Good red? You take this back. This is not medium rad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Now it's well done. Mm-hmm. You. Well done. Mm-hmm. Very well done. Gross. All right. Moving on, I think, to <laughs> change of heart. Let me tell you what happens there. Play yeah. the change of heart. <laughs> no, I change of heart smart. to a little white dove is where I went with that. Also very good. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do you need a credit card to ride this train? I forget. <laughs> you do now. I, I don't oh, think so. Uh, okay. Need a credit so... card to ride every train now. <laughs> yeah, fair point. Uh, okay, so Z and R, hey, if he has to shorten his already sh- very short name, Ro should have to do it as well, are doing what they do best, running from shady government men in a cool, cool car. And just when they were narrowing, narrowing in on Z's creator, the world-renowned robotics guy and star of Magnum P.I. and one of the titular three men and a baby, <laughs> he was one of the men, Dr. Tom Selleck. Our heroes managed to make quick work of agent guy who played the Federation president in some Star Trek movies and is cool-looking but apparently ineffectual spider robots. So now they can continue on to Dr. Selleck's current place of employment. A cool future building with an atom outside of it. Oh, the future thinks it's so great. We have all kinds of atoms outside of our buildings in the present. And you don't see us flaunting them like it's a big deal. In fairness, this is a science museum. And given how hard it can be to get people excited about science, I withdraw my criticism. Flaunt away, nerds. Dazzle us with the marvels of the universe itself. After confirming that Dr. Selleck does indeed work at said museum, and I assume it took a minute since his once powerful mustache is a mere shadow of its former self, and he's not even wearing a Hawaiian shirt of any kind, or hanging out with Ted Danson and Steve Gutenberg, Zeta finds himself strangely drawn to a giant electromagnet that someone just switches on for some reason. And by strangely drawn, I mean that the metal in his body is literally pulled by magnetic forces. I, I mean, I'm going to be honest here. I don't entirely know how magnets work beyond this, and I'm actually a little ashamed of this, but I'm certainly <laughs> not about to dress up like a clown and make a song about how it seems like magic. <laughs> <laughs> the head of the museum, realizing he has a man made entirely out of metal in his museum, roots around in his office, convinced that he just read something about some kind of metal man somewhere recently, and oh, here we go. He's just the most wanted fugitive in future America. So naturally he calls the cops like the complete asshole he is. Keep him there, he instructs a security guard, who immediately abandons the giant switch that operates the magnet so Ro can switch it off and escape with Zeta. Dude, that is the opposite of what you were told to do. You had one job. Then Zeta turns into a kid, takes a ride through the human body. Gross, raves Maggie Robotham, almost certainly. (laughs) And I just double-checked her notes, and sure enough, she said that very thing. And saves a child from an actual, actual fusion reactor. You know, just a typical day at the museum. (laughs) <laughs> Unfortunately, in the process of being a big goddamn hero, Zeta is forced to reveal his inherent Zetaness. But as the NSA closes in, Ro remembers Chekhov's giant fuck-off magnet and lifts them out of Zeta's way by giant by way of the giant fuck-off bazookas they're carrying, which are made of metal. I know how to get out of this, says Agent West, removing the vest that secures the bazooka to his person and very nearly plummeting three or four stories to his almost certain death. And I swear to Christ, I had to stop the episode here because this was some Homer Simpson slash Philip J. Fry level stupidity. And I, a man who rarely actually laughs out loud at anything very much, completely lost my shit over this. (laughs) Some other stuff may have happened after that, but I was already too far gone by this point. Wes may be an idiot in the grand tradition of Dick Grayson or Richie Foley, but if his idiocy is always this amusing, I'm going to have a lot of fun for the next 11 weeks. (laughs) I could not believe. I'll just take it off. (laughs) I got an idea. (laughs) And his partner, whose name I keep not getting because she's not, like, Mm -hmm. she's fine, but she's not a breakout, like, immediately recognizable character. She doesn't have a, a trait like complete idiocy to, the to make me remember. One. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, no, and grabs him like by the by the, the, the collar to prevent his death. Like so- <laughs> s- sorry, I forgot about gravity. No. Yeah, you do that a weird amount. Yeah. <laughs> Just oh it was so good. I don't oh, know if God, it was meant I'm... to be that funny, but it was very funny. 
I can't believe I'm being pulled to the ground. <laughs> you know you're in a science museum, right? I feel like they might have covered this somewhere. I feel like they should just leave him there. Yeah. What, like to die? I mean, yes, but also stay here. You might learn something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you really need. You can't come out of here until they until you pass a test. Like give mm-hmm. him a test. How did they let him in the NSA in the first place? I don't know. Did he trip and fall in? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a descendant of the Flash, so it's like, oh, well, you're a hero, so you know. This is uh, not actually canon, uh... but his name is West, and he's voiced by the same guy and. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it was a fan theory, and they actually were going to make it canon if they got in another season. So, Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I like this one. Like I said, I like this one a bit more than the other one. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It, it felt a little less like like it didn't have – it had like the big action set pieces, but it felt like it chopped them up a little bit more than the last one, which felt like it just had one big action sequence that went on well, this, forever. This, I'm just going to go into my good thing here. Zeta rescuing the little girl was the first time this felt like a like a superhero show. Like Zeta yeah. felt like a proper hero, and I know mm-hmm. it isn't a superhero show, but it does exist in this universe with all the other ones. So it's nice to get an episode like that every now and then. And yeah, pulling her out of the reactor was some full on Superman. Like, mm-hmm. like it, it's like we talk about those handful of things. That's like okay, if you stop a train, mm-hmm. or you a, a plane's having trouble landing, and you and you make it right, or you rescue people on a bridge. Like those are all quintessential superhero things and this felt like one of those mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is very good I really like that yeah I like that too I didn't yeah. like how she got into that situation but no oh. <laughs> uh, I think that is someone else's bad thing yeah Maggie please uh-huh. yeah so um, this science museum has more security problems than the Wonka factory giant untethered <laughs> electromagnets that can just grab any dude with an artificial leg a human body roller coaster that you can just unstrap yourself from and then dangle a small child out of. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah, a working nuclear reactor with a door <laughs> that you could just wander into and then it locks behind you. That is some Mike TV ass. No, stop. Don't shit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is some very bad design. There's like. It was, like, it was the, supposed the, to be like, okay, we're in the future. Fusion is so commonplace now. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's at the museum where kids can see it. That's cool, but you still need some safety. I, the, 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 I, I'm baffled. Yeah, same. The, the reactor has like, like a walkway that you can just sort of go up to. Like, it looks like. It looks like an exhibit at like at like this like Science World or something, which yeah. you guys wouldn't get because you didn't grow up there like I did. <laughs> we had science museums. Yeah, we we grew up near DC, which has like some oh, of the best yeah. museums in America. Like we went to the Smithsonian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like it's it's presented as like a come inside, check out the inside of an actual nuclear reactor. Right. Uh, oh, um, bad news about that nuclear reactor you decided to check out. Might want to get those uh, pictures taken real quick. Uh-huh. <laughs> what the fuck? There's yeah. only three minutes left and we can't turn it off. This little like, girl what? was... <laughs> that little girl almost died three times and she was only in the building for ten minutes. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, in fairness... I Okay, I didn't mention this in my summary, but you covered it there. Like, the fact that uh, Zeta sort of dangled her. But he, he didn't dangle her. She was safe. I feel like... Just like the, the buzzsaw <laughs> thing. He knows. He's not going to drop a kid. Come on. Uh, <laughs> some... It still felt very unsafe to me. But, uh-huh. yeah. uh, but I did like... some real they... uh, Michael Jackson parenting. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, that, that was my good thing, though, was the human body ride-through. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. that was like some real Disney people mover shit. Oh, I, yeah. Like, I love that like old style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to ride very slowly through this mm-hmm. weird exhibit and uh, talk to you about it. Well, it was a nice it was a nice mix kind of, of thing. I know exactly the old style you're talking about, but yeah, also yeah. that I don't know if this is still going on. I haven't been to this kind of a museum in a while, but like mm. that that wave of making uh, this kind of thing more interactive. Like there was I was dating someone in Boston in the late 90s and they there was a lot of this going on there. Mm. Like their science museums had a, suddenly had a lot of like interactive things where they made them into rides or they made them into sure. like, you know, big games you could play or whatever and like I, I assume that kind of thing's still going mm. on, right? And to your left, yeah. you see the human heart, first mm-hmm. created by Walt Disney in 1937. <laughs> <laughs> but it was what I'm saying is it was a nice mix of like more recent trends, but also you're absolutely right, like you mm-hmm. know, like old mm-hmm. school, like Disney, you know, razzle dazzle. Yeah. 
Those are, those are my favorite rides at Disney too. Oh like yeah, just that that old stuff. <laughs> are they are the they educational? The kind of ones you're talking about? Uh, yeah, vaguely educational. In a way. Or like the the House of the Future or Abe right. Lincoln talks to oh, you yeah. for twenty minutes mm-hmm. once. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Listen, good on the Abe Lincoln uh, thing, but the House of the Future, particularly if it's made in like the early 60s, I'm there for yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, totally. Yep. Hello, I'm Abraham Lincoln, and I'll give you $50 if you get the Trump robot out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Mr. President? Don't worry about it. Keep your money. I'll take care yeah. of this. <laughs> oh, this is very cathartic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. 50 and uh, $18.64 could be a lot of money now. I'll buy it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was about to say Confederate money, but uh, he was he was on the good guy side. So never mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, my bad thing. Yeah. So Bob pointed this out in, in his summary in the previous one. There was no recap there. Mm-hmm. But in this one, they had this incredibly long one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. weird that they keep giving us recaps when 50% of the premise is already in the opening. Like, mm-hmm. we've called this out several times already. The opening credits state the premise very clearly yeah i am a robot mm-hmm. i don't want to kill anymore we'll find your creator zeta like okay mm. fine and like regardless of whether i like it or not it very clearly says what the show is and the rest of it's very easy to figure out from context clues like bob yeah. said in the last one yeah they're looking for this dude dr Selleck, who created zeta that's it mm. it's it, it's right there in one line of dialogue so i don't know why they have to then give us like literally a full minute of recap <laughs> yeah. in episode four. It, it, it really, lot. it really feels like they came in short and it's just like, yeah. uh, put it in previously on. But then they also <laughs> have those Zeta and Roe look at objects things at the mm-hmm. end still. Bizarre. This is a paperclip. Oh, okay. <laughs> end of there's segment. A, there's a bit in one of these where Roe is like, why are you showing me these? And I'm like, yeah, why are you showing me these? Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like it's, supposed to be the the performers riffing in character but they're not good enough improvisers to make it funny or interesting yeah no <laughs> and also it's oddly it feels oddly sped up like this is called a paperclip where did you find it over there <laughs> oh, it's probably Say something about specific. this oil can mm-hmm. <laughs> what? like you tin man mm-hmm. oh we're doing oh. the tin man thing huh mm-hmm. <laughs> haha tin man i get it i'm only 10 percent tin donk 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 i was surprised she didn't oh three start. donks <laughs> oh yeah excuse me oh no bender would not pass the three donk test <laughs> that's why it's only two donks <laughs> i, I am can't very... do one more or i'll fall apart <laughs> very surprised say did not like i'm not made of tin i am made of a polycarbonate alloy mm. <laughs> so clearly i'm made of a bunch of iron because that fuck off magnet just picked me up well, right. iron does help us play that is true mm. hello Jack. iron iron supplements mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> all right that was he... her Explanation yeah. for why he uh, he got pulled up by the man. Yeah, that, that, they're gonna buy that one. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was good. <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry about it. Stop I enjoyed that dad us. joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I tend to like Roe is one of those, and it's it, this is mostly credit to the performer. Mm-hmm. A lot like Phil Lamar in Static, mm-hmm. there will be a on paper very corny joke, and the performer will just completely sell it. Yep. <laughs> and Roe makes a lot of jokes that I wouldn't think are funny, kind of funny with her delivery. That's it. That's, yeah. that's all it is. I um I had to work to just not make her my good thing every episode because she yep. rules. Yep. She's very good. Yeah. She's yeah. the Dane of this show. The best part. Yeah. And she's got... I... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I love her shirt, too. Yep. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> yeah, Maggie said that last week. Yep. Like her shirt and her like jeans with the widely, the, the weird wide legs, like, mm-hmm. I think... Uh, Jill was saying they would be back in fashion now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, well, I I mean... had a... Sorry, go ahead. No, please. I had, I had like, a Tron sweater a few years ago that was, like, it was just the circuitry on it, and it glowed Ooh. in the dark. And I want that back so badly. I want now. one. Yeah, it ruled. <laughs> Maggie, I'm sorry. Maggie, I'm sorry. I will never look at that sweater. <laughs> That's <laughs> weird. I'm invisible to Al now. <laughs> no, no. You're just... You're, I see your head. <laughs> Look, not if I not if I put the hood up. Oh, damn it! <laughs> Which yes, uh, had the uh, imprint of the Tron helmet on it. Ooh, yeah. I'm liking this more and more. Uh, listen, <laughs> if I could find it, I would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what was your good thing about this episode, Maggie? Tron sweater? No. Um, <laughs> uh, nobody in history says show's over like Kurtwood Smith. He says that to you, to you, and you know that the show is indeed over, and also that the bitches should indeed leave. 
Well, it's it's a lot like what I was just saying about Roe. Like mm-hmm. he's got that authority, so he can like that is such a tired action movie cliche. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody coming in and saying show's over, but like mm-hmm. you're right, he sells it's it. Like oh fuck, the, I guess the show's over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Roll credits. Let's get out of here. If someone who's not just like lazy says it. I get it. Yep. <laughs> Um, I do like his uh, his weird green glasses too. Oh, they rule! Yeah, are they, they are they special? Do they let him see Zeta as a robot or or something, or is they mm, just just fashion? They <laughs> don't. But okay. he has had stuff that lets him see uh, Zeta as a robot. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say because like you know his his stuff is with hologram projection, so it's mm. definitely plausible to me in world that that someone mm. could see past that. So yeah. Yeah, um, I remember them having like the binoculars that did that, but I wasn't sure right. if the glasses were the same. Thing. Yeah, the glasses are just, hey, it's the future. Oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of that here, and I like, I like, like, like I said mm-hmm. before, I like this mm-hmm. future, and I like that Batman Beyond took place in a gritty urban setting, and this is th- like the same time, mm-hmm. but we're out mm-hmm. in the suburbs mostly, and I like that. Yeah. Oh, I, speaking I, of future, I really like that they still have like the you know blimps like they did in mm-hmm. Batman essentially, oh, yeah. but they're just you know. More futuristically designed, but they're still yep. shaped like blimps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my future blimp. <laughs> That's right. That's what they call it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> future blimp comes I was with about everything to... you see here. <laughs> I was about to mock the idea of referring to the present as the future, but we do that all the time. So never. Mind. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I use some technology that child me would have thought of as magic, I think mm-hmm. I live in the future. Yeah, it, Al, it's been the future for almost twenty three years now. Like, yeah, I guess that's true. What is the uh, what is the marker by which you delineate the future? Year two thousand. That's oh. the future. Oh, I see. They said so on Conan O'Brien repeatedly. Oh yeah, that was twenty twenty two twenty three mm-hmm. years ago. Almost twenty three. Yeah. Well yeah. spotted. In the year. I kind of forgot. <laughs> I just, I always think of the flight of the Concords, the, the distant future, the year two thousand. The year two thousand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob, what was your bad thing? We haven't haven't done that yet. Uh, my bad thing was that for a robot that you would think, you know, this being this massively powerful killer robot that that Z would run just a little faster than Kurt Wood Smith. <laughs> <laughs> he was like keeping up with him pretty well. Yeah, maybe I am like... a. Ru- uh, <laughs> I was programmed to be a runner robot, but I will not run anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Who will only walk at a leisurely pace. <laughs> yeah, like if West was chasing him, of course, he's a descendant of the Flash. So obviously. Mm-hmm. You know. Ah, yes. That's Ooh. why. What, what he... you didn't see just out of frame was um, Kurtwood Smith's uh, wheelie shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Wee! <laughs> mm-hmm. Like in uh, L.A. Story? <laughs> Where Steve uh, Martin is wheeling around the, re- the uh, museum? I think so, yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> That's my yeah. go-to reference for wheelie shoes. That's your go-to reference for a lot. It's like uh, <laughs> when Irish Gav is on here, we usually expect to hear about Superman 3 and Batman Returns. Mm, and uh, uh-huh. LA, LA Story is always one of yours. <laughs> I thought yours was Hudson Hawk. Well, that's that's also, a shared also one. Also that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> when he makes that one, it's, it's probably going to land with me. So mm, Yeah. And I don't know. I guess you two could talk about Tron. Well, Tron sweaters. Yeah. I've only seen Tron once. I wore that sweater a lot. So, okay. <laughs> Uh, there were a lot of great robots in this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it, was, it. it had a robot museum. Yeah, like there was a whole section of just, and uh, you know, this is what series number four or five for us, and mm-hmm. these shows still manage to present robots that don't look exactly like all the other ones, and yep. make me happy. And yeah. robots are mm-hmm. one of my things. I love them. Love great a place. robot. We got yeah. a robot yeah. disguise as another robot. Yep, mm-hmm. good stuff. Very good. Yeah, I love a robot in disguise. Yeah, <laughs> famously. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Just go through my notes here. I'm not. I'm wondering with all all of uh, Rose' parent issues. I've like my my prediction. I wonder if is her dad going to turn out to be Kurtwood Smith? I hope I, not. Only because of the way she was introduced, it was it would be very like coincidental. Mm. Like see, if there was any story is, uh, reason for. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, uh, my theory is Tom Selleck. That, oh, okay. Sure. But I mean, you know, he like, just assumed the other two men would watch the baby. And, yeah, uh, exactly. He didn't abandon her. He just mm-hmm. left left her with Ted Danson. <laughs> yeah, so I thought then, Ted Danson would take care of you. Yeah. Ted Danson hasn't taken care of anyone. <laughs> so then Rowan and Z are actually brother and sister? Yeah, so exactly. 
I could just, absolutely see the show going that way. She nice. hit her uh, uh, I hate pe- family thing real hard in this one, and I thought, yeah, oh, great. She's going to learn a lesson or something. Mm-hmm. And she does a little bit, but honestly, it wasn't as heavy-handed as I thought, and I was I give her yeah. credit for that. Like, it's yeah. given that this is the kid-oriented one, I really thought they were going to beat us over the head with it, and they didn't. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I was surprised about that. Yeah. yeah. She's just like, eh, okay, maybe family's not so bad. I Some like you families are you're, fine. You're kind of like family. Yeah, some families are fine. Mine suck, but uh, she which had is some, fair. She had some good lines. Like she had some good mm-hmm. like stuff I might use myself. Mm-hmm. Because uh, you know I'm, I'm not really a fan of my own family these days. And uh, <laughs> you know, roots belong underground where nobody has to see them is a yeah. very good line. <laughs> it's a good line. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that would have been my quote, but uh, I'm afraid my quote was, uh, and I wish Devlin had been on for this one. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, this is this is the classic. Right mm-hmm. here, uh, the the <laughs> little girl runs into the reactor, and the mother says this. Ah, my baby. And as always, <laughs> it's the best. It's never <laughs> not funny. And it wasn't Tress McNeil. Nope. Somebody else got to say <laughs> my baby for a change. It was nice. <laughs> my baby. Also, good job on the animators for just mm-hmm. making the the mother and daughter people of color and not yep. like. It's mm-hmm. there. Here's some people we met. Guess what? They're not white. Good. Good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all. I like it to worked. see it. It's Indeed. not like no, we did all that with with static. Guess what? It's all white people now. Mm-hmm. Like, no. Good. I'm glad. Me too. Uh, what else? I like your note. Do not interrupt a man while he's welding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't even a joke. Like I used to work around aircraft mm-hmm. mechanics. That's some scary shit. Yeah, no, shake hands my, with danger, Al. Yes, yes, exactly that. <laughs> my my joke, I was while I was watching, it was like, well, I'll just bend this back and uh, put some bubble gum here. And, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not like he has solder or whatever. What do you call it? What's solder but for welding? Um, solder. All right. <laughs> okay. But you know what I mean. He doesn't. He doesn't have. He's not equipped for the for the job exactly. He's got to improvise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So bubblegum's not that. You know, not that crazy. <laughs> it can hold back a nuclear reaction. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't have a fridge available, so you know. No. Yeah. The the best thing to yeah. uh, hold yeah. back a nuclear reaction. Agreed. <laughs> uh, I I was surprised, and you know, this show has yet to even acknowledge that it exists in the same world as Batman and everything. Sure. Else. But like. Everyone's just stunned that they have just encountered someone with superhuman abilities. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, but hmm. the, the entire Justice League has been a thing for like 50 years. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I kind of like that we're, you know, we're in like suburbia or whatever. We don't see that kind of thing that often. You know? Everybody well, knows who Superman point. is. Everyone knows who Superman is. But like but if you're living in the middle of the country, maybe you haven't seen him every day. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that's the <laughs> ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, I was wondering, like, I I was wondering if I was imagining it. Does he turn into different people in the intro every time? It yes. looked like different people to me. Okay. Oh. Oh wait, different like from other episodes. I, yeah. Uh, is the, does the intro change each time? I think is what he's asking. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's the case. But I'll. Oh, okay. Maybe look I imagined going it. Forward. All right. Yeah. I <laughs> I hadn't noticed, but also I'm so busy rolling my eyes at the whole segment. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll get you your family back. <laughs> That's not what we're doing. Oh, what well, what are we doing? We'll get I'm your freedom, Zeta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. We're gonna buy you a bicycle, Zeta. Where did you leave your freedom? <laughs> did you look in your other pants? I do not wear pants. <laughs> Just make sure it didn't end up in the washing machine. I had that happen once. <laughs> the washing machine is my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's a robot, you see. Mm, yes. yes. <laughs> All right. I love. I love you, Crushinator Two Thousand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, look, it's hard not just to do Futurama jokes the, all the way through. Okay? Uh huh. <laughs> I try to limit myself to seven or eight of them per show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we got uh, one more then. <laughs> well, you can have it if you like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell them I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> Is that about Bucky or just generally? Uh, let's go with Bucky. Yeah, yeah. Because I, uh, <laughs> I thought the uh, the I don't know the end credit music was some very like Yanni ass music, <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of enjoy that. 
Yeah, you've, you know, as long as I've known you, you've uh, you've appreciated you some Yanni. Mm. I have. I have indeed. <laughs> I honestly, like, by that point, you know, usually because I'm watching and taking notes and writing things, like, right up to showtime, like, I usually, mm-hmm. like, good, the end credits don't have anything I need to summarize. Forget mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but I usually as, check out the uh, the voice credits, but that's it. Yeah. As you know, I always sit through all the credits for everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as Homer so. Simpson famously once said, uh, these people work very hard, and, and the least you can do is memorize all their names. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> You're cut, shushy. <laughs> <laughs> He's cut. Uh, what else? Uh, I'm let's good. Let's see. Yeah, I think I got, I think that's everything. Very well. Well, that's all for this time. We're already uh, four episodes deep in a show that's only 20-some episodes long. So Hell yeah. <laughs> well on the way. Nice. Uh, Bob, anything you want to promote, your social media or anything else? Uh, I'm still on Twitter for now. Yeah, uh, for as long at, as it lasts. At Swizzle Vixen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I keep threatening to bring back my other podcast, but it's not happening yet, so I won't promote it. Okay. Mm. That's a yeah, tease I... for next time. Ooh. Well, like I said, this show's very short, so you'll be back, you know, fairly soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> fairly soon, like April, not like oh. not like tomorrow. Oh, maybe that's enough time. <laughs> I'll work on it. Uh, but, um, yeah, the, the Twitter is still very much the sinking ship, but uh, we are currently still there. I'm mm-hmm. at Algar. I'm at, at Maggie Robots. Uh, let's see. The website, as ever, kidslovebatman.com. You want to write to us, kidslovebatmanpodcast at gmail. Uh, we do have a one of our annual crossover Christmas things happening. We, we did this on the other show, mm-hmm. and so we're now referring to this as Dead Podcast Crossover because it's uh, it's us <laughs> from the now-defunct Post-Atomic Horror crossing over with the uh, two gentlemen from the now-defunct uh, uh, Drunken Time Travel mm-hmm. reviewing mm-hmm. Christmas things, and Maggie chose a real winner this time. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna not gonna tell you just yet but oh boy mm-hmm. i maggie i love I'm you but also i seat. fucking hate you uh, <laughs> it's coming and all hell's coming with it uh-huh it's bad it's real mm-hmm. real bad so look forward to oh, that yeah. uh it will mm. be on the same feed that the post-atomic horror was but we'll also uh tell you how to how to get to that mm-hmm. uh and yeah that's all for this time yeah see ya folks we'll say twala this time i know it z <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt. Copyright 2022, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.